Hi guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Club C47. Hope you're having a good morning, afternoon, evening, night, wherever you are in this world. We are happy for you to be here today. This is one of your favorite hosts, Andrew in Houston. And I am your loyal host, Sally Dar Griffin. What's up, Andrew? Not much, not much. The world is crazy again. That's all you can say. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess life is fine. Life is sweet. I'm, I'm back in Los Angeles, and Sally Dar is still in Chattanooga. Five days, though. Hopefully, next time we see each other, or the week after that, we will be recording together. Yeah. Exciting times. Gotta help me move. Less than a week. Yeah. <laughs> all, my, all my stuff will be out of... Um, all of your stuff, excuse me, all of your stuff will be out of my apartment. <laughs> Less clutter. You can actually like yeah. reorganize your space better now that my stuff will be gone. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really the best when it comes to like interior decoration and like how I want my room, like place to look. And so right now, like my interior decoration is like your stuff scattered all over the place. So it's been kind of a nice look. But now I actually have to like make it look nicer. Yeah, you texted me about like getting some prints and stuff. And I mean, not that we need to be super film bro, but I think you should like find some really fun posters, like movie posters, a ladybird poster. Why not? Yeah, I know. It's I've been really struggling with like what kind of poster to find for my apartment because I, I am doing a lot of print stuff and I think film posters are really cool and they like make it work. But I'm I'm also trying to do like a color coordination thing where it's like more neutral slash black and white. And so we'll see how that goes but i do need more film posters i have like one or two i know i need some you can actually download the um ladybird pdf of just like the eight and a half by 11 thing for free but like a like a big poster would be nice oh yeah you, you should do that you should i think that would look cool at your place yeah, I should get that. Also, I think I I probably talked about this before with you, but way back when, I think like during Oscar season, someone photoshopped a bunch of 2019 films and made it like BoJack Horseman themed. So instead of Parasite, it's Barasite. And then they photoshopped all the characters into these movie posters. And so I want to get one of those printed on like a huge poster thing. Is it like one for each best picture? Yeah, it's like um, Parasite, and then I think there was like a Judy version. There was like Ford versus Ferrari, but they like changed it all completely. Hold on, I have them saved on my desktop. They have 1917, um, but then they like changed the numbers to make it look more like Bojack Horseman. Parasite instead of Parasite. Bo Joker's Men instead of the Joker. Cat Astra. Jojo Robot, which is like the robot character. I don't know if you've gotten to that point yet, but it's just funny. It's like all photoshopped. I don't know who did it. Very talented. I, someone sent it to me on Twitter, but I want to get one of them like printed off at Kinko's. Would you or would you get them all printed off and like kind of like make a cool grid wall? Oh, that's smarter. Actually, I should do that. Yeah, I guess it depends Cause, on because like, I was like struggling. I think I would do the the parasite one, but actually that's better just to do. <laughs> all together or you just do like two or three i don't know we'll see yeah um so if you can't tell today's episode is more just like a free-for-all we're not doing like a theme we're just like chatting just because we just feel like chatting yeah so hopefully you're not like bored of us within like five minutes and hopefully we can like keep a conversation 
<laughs> going. Fingers crossed. Um, so you on your flight, what movies did you watch? Did you watch movies coming back? Yeah. And so one thing I really noticed about when I was like searching for movies to pick, and I fly I fly Delta, and I think Delta has the best selection of movies out there because they do have a stream of like old school verse movies that came out in 2019, like Little Women was on there, Judy was on there. Um, I don't think Parasite was. Joker probably was. But they also had like a bunch of musicals. And so I I mean, from I think there was like The Greatest Showman to The Lion King. But I watched I watched La La Land to kind of like tribute going back to California. And also it gave me an excuse to like have something on while I was playing Animal Crossing because I, I knew I was going to play Animal Crossing for a little bit on the Switch. So I was like, might as well turn on a movie that I have seen before. Kind of just have it on while I'm playing on the switch. And so I like La La Land. I think you have you seen it yet? No, I actually haven't seen La La Land, which is bad. Wow. Well, it's on HBO Max right now, I believe. Okay, I do have that. So and so I would recommend checking it out because it definitely feels real for people who do live in LA. And it was very much in the whole like La La Land versus Moonlight debate that happened in what 2016, and so it's interesting to watch both of them and compare. But that will be my spiel on that. And then I watched Moulin Rouge. Oh, I haven't seen that. Very, very strange movie <laughs> in my opinion. But a lot of people like it. I haven't seen it. Um, but when I think of Moulin Rouge, I think of that song, um, like with Christina Aguilera. You know, there's like oh, a yeah. lot of that. I I just think of the song, not the movie. Yeah, that song's in it. It took me a minute to like realize that song was in it. And then they took a lot of older classic songs and like had their own twist in it too. And I didn't know that was going to happen at all. And I just, for me, it felt too much like, I don't know. It, it, I was just like, this is something I'd rather see on Broadway. This isn't something I would want to see in a something I'm screening you know and I mean Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman were fine and the production design was beautiful and the music was beautiful but just the story and the editing very cringe for me but also I think we've talked about this before but I think your experience of watching a movie on a plane is so much different than if you're like watching it even on your laptop at night so true like the movies that I've seen on planes like I fully remember and I don't I like Moonlight I saw Moonlight on a plane and like that's the kind of movie that I need to watch on a bigger screen like I love I loved it still but like I don't think I fully appreciated it or like it just I can I can tell the difference between movies that I watch on planes and ones that I don't yeah and and a lot of the times like I think Blade Runner 2049 I watched that on a plane and like the first time I didn't like it but then I watched it again on a bigger screen without any distractions from an airplane and it was really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like airplane movies, whenever I pick a movie on an airplane, it's the kind of movies that I have put off seeing for a very long time. And I'm like, okay, well it's free right now. So I need to get while the getting's good. Um, so it tends to be movies that actually are like notable movies. And I just didn't pay to see them while they were like in theaters and they're just like fresh like, they just added it to the airplane, and I'm like, oh, I need to see it now because, like, I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, exactly. Which are, like, the exact movies that I probably should be watching on a bigger screen, you know? Like, Moonlight. Or, like, The Joker I watched on an airplane. I watched... Uh, oh, I watched um The Farewell on an airplane. 
like very like good movies yeah. that I need to see. I, I need to see The Farewell on a big screen for sure. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on an airplane too. Where I was, oh, I did too. I was just like, this is boring. <laughs> well, this is an interesting transition because we talked earlier that we might go back to some of the questions we got earlier. And one of the questions that someone asked us that we never addressed was like, what's the one thing you would change about like your movie going experience? And so I'm kind of curious what your answer would be to this. Uh, like go like just the movie theater. Yeah. Just like going to a movie okay. theater. Wow. Okay. Well, I remember back at the beginning of quarantine when like there was rumors that Amazon was going to buy AMC. We kind of talked about that article about like the future of movie theaters I think that I, I mean, it, it would change my experience, but I, I do want a movie theater system where it's almost like a membership, like a prime Amazon membership. And like most people have, it's like, like everyone has prime or a lot of people have prime. And so I, I think it would be fun if movie theaters were in that same way where like everybody has like an AMC membership thing. Cause I think I like going to see movies alone, but I, I would prefer that everyone kind of has the same membership. And so, you know, you don't know what to do on a, any given day and you're just like, oh, well, let's go see a movie. Cause like we all have the membership. So like, let's just go do it. I feel like I want a movie going experience that has like more of a community feel. Cause I feel like it's sometimes theaters are like basically empty. And like, there is a certain, when we've gone to see, um, like when we saw the Noah Baumbach double feature, like those movie theaters are packed and it's like fun to be around people that love movies as much as you do. Like sometimes it's nice to be the only person in the theater, but I don't know. I like being around people that are excited to watch movies because it's fun. So I don't know. I think I would just like want more of a community feeling <laughs> where it's like you could turn to the person next to you and be like, oh, that was so great. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> like loved it, you know? And you can't really do that in like an airplane. Of course, because yeah. everyone's just watching their own movie. Yeah. Oh, also reclining chairs need to be in every theater. <laughs> but then you like look at the old school theaters and it's cool that they aren't reclining because they have that like indie feel to it. I guess. <laughs> I just like to lay down. <laughs> uh, for real. I remember when like movie theaters started to get reclining chairs and that was like the biggest game changer ever. I remember the theater here used to not, you know, like raked seating, like where it like, so no matter where you're sitting there, the old theater here didn't have raked seating. And then they closed that one and opened a new one. And I was like shook that you could still see and be in the back row. Like, yeah, wild. What would you change about your going experience? I don't know what I would change. I'm kind of because part of me was like, like an open bar in the back. But then again, like I don't want to be drunk while watching a movie. Like I want to have like, unless it's like a really bad movie, then sure. Like I'll go back to the bar and like chill. But I don't know. You, you look at like fun movie experiences where like even like a driving kind of situation where it's just like people are gathering around, like having a drink, drinking a milkshake, eating a hamburger and just like having fun. So like part of me agrees where it's like, I want more interactive, like, communities of movie theaters you know it's like you want to go and meet people and talk to them you know and so like i don't know yeah i don't know i just like think about it's so nice to be friends with people that like like the same things as you obviously like that's it's fun to have friendship like that and so i think like i've met so many wonderful people in film school that like the same things as me but how do you like go outside of school and meet people that also enjoy film and i think you could go to one of those theaters like where we saw the Noah Baumbach thing. Why am I blanking on the name of the, that theater? Oh, the Arrow. 
the arrow. Um, like you can go to like a, that feels like a community. Like people like have, like there's like a membership thing there and then they have special, like that's a place where you could meet other film people. But I don't know. I feel like it should just be every theater should have like a little bit more of a community feel. I don't know. Yeah. I just miss going to the movies. (laughs) That's a good question. I mean, part of me just like wishes they had like nicer, like more food options too. Like, like yeah. Well, I just need the popcorn and the (laughs) M&Ms. True. But like pretzels and. Or maybe, you know, here's one thing, you know, like when you want to like get up and go to the bathroom or like get a refill on your popcorn or your drink, like if you could just tap a button, well, they will like take your cup and then give you the refill. That'd be cool. Except now that's probably like just not a sanitary. Alas. No, probably not. Okay. Let's find another fun question. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. It's interesting. Some of these people like wondered what our thoughts were on musicals, which we already kind of covered. Musicals are fun. I mean, I miss, I miss Broadway so much though. Like I miss going to like a Broadway musical. I've actually never seen a Broadway musical on Broadway. I've seen them off Broadway. Okay, I mean... Like, traveling. Yeah, I mean, that's still, like, a very fun experience, too. But, I mean, I I took a movie musical class, and that was, like, a very interesting experience. Because they're just... I guess maybe that's why they screen most of them on planes. They're just very long. And sometimes you're like, do you need every musical number there? Is it more about the story? Just things to consider. Okay, let's pick a question. Let's pick, what is your favorite part of the filmmaking process? Do you have to pick one part? (laughs) I mean, I would say production. Like, pre-production is fun where you get to, like, plan it. But, like, the production part when you're on a set, that's, like, when it comes to life. Yeah. Like, what specific thing, like, when you're doing it, you're like, ah, this is what I'm here for. This is what it's all about. Oh, when it's, like, coming to, like, directing, it's, like, when, when you direct, like, your own little short film, it's, like, this is your project that you've spent so much time with pre-production, and now it's coming to life. Yeah. I also yeah. like casting, because it's fun to just see all of the people interest, like interested in your part, and then, or someone else's part, and then you kind of, like, decide who's gonna, like, a name to a face. Yeah. For me, I hate pre-production. I hate it. I It gives me so much anxiety. I don't like organizing and planning things. I just like when the thing is actually happening. So yeah, production for me, I'm just like not. I can't. I can't do it. So pre, pre-produ- pre-production. I, I can't do. I just I don't like pre-production. I don't like all of the paperwork and the logistics. And like I, I just need someone to help me with it. Like anytime I've ever had to make a film by myself and like I've had to do the pre-production on my own, I've dreaded it. But then as soon as I get on set, I'm like finally, like, this is what I was waiting for. But you have to do all of that to get to the fun part. It's fascinating because you're you're taking the produce, writing and producing for TV. And so I'm sure you do a lot of pre-production. Not really, though. Like, I honestly, my major, well, now, especially with Corona, like, my thing is becoming more and more just, like, writing because, like, we're not doing as much production because we can't really be on set in the same way that we were before. But... I don't know. I like writing. Sometimes it can be hard to turn out pages, but I like when you write something and people are like, I loved this. Like this was funny or like this, this dialogue was great. And I'm like, ah, thank you. Like, I'm so glad that someone else actually understood the conversation going on. So that's rewarding. But I like when you're on set too, like directing, like that is the most fun is when like you're excited to make something happen and there are people there to help you. It's, it's just very fun to like be in the moment of that. 
So yeah, writing, directing. It's, It's also interesting because as like we at LMU still haven't necessarily registered for all of our classes yet, but I <laughs> say that it's been hard for them to kind of like figure out what classes for us to take. And so a lot of them being offered are like producing and development classes for production students. And so it's sort of kind of like a hit and miss for people because a lot of people like being on a set and then you're being offered all of these classes that have like pre-production to them. And so for them, it's like, it's like kind of like where, what do you want to get out of your degree? And so I'm really curious to see how um, students at LMU and all other grad schools too, because I'm sure a lot of grad school students or undergrad for film is like, they have to focus more on like pre-production and p- maybe post-production, but sometimes they don't have all the resources at the time. And so okay. that'll be interesting to see how that shifts. And I'm sure we'll kind of talk about grad school once it starts on August 31st. I know. Can you imagine our first episode, like after our first week of classes, we'll be like, hey, guys. <laughs> so Here's all the tea. <laughs> um, it was weird. Um, yeah. Low key dreading school, but also like excited to be back in California, but also like dreading it. It's a lot of like, like uncertainty, you could say, because we I mean, you're, you're moving to a whole new place. And I, on Saturday will be like my official like one year anniversary of being in California. And so I think it's like, what can we do to like make the most out of our California dream? You could say, you know, (laughs) and like, sometimes it's, it's going to not be the way we wanted to see, but who knows? And that's for anyone who goes like anywhere too. It's like, what, what what are you going to make out of your experience? So I'm really curious how we're going to make out of like all this experience. Yeah, that's crazy. It's been a year. It'll be like, we're going to come up on a year anniversary of this podcast in the next that's month. That's up. terrifying. <laughs> that's so scary. Also, because like almost fun. half of it will have been spent like, in that's quarantine. True. That's crazy. Um, okay. I know. It's scary to think about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, I'm ex- I'll be in class, but I think me making the most out of my quote unquote California dream will really just be like having fun with my two new roommates, like getting to know each other. I picture us like having like a fun wine nights. Just I picture I, being invited or at least sitting yeah. out <laughs> sitting outside social distancing from all of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. We're not I mean, obviously we're not gonna like go out. So I think like we'll just have to like have the party at home, you know? Speaking of um, living at home and staying in a house, Big Brother premiered last night. Oh my god, yeah, but you have to talk about it because, like, I'm not a Big Brother stan, but yeah, you've been talking. Just go off. And so your your future roommate Megan, who has also been on the show, she is also a really Big Brother fan. But she's I don't think she's watched the last few seasons, but like it's an all star season, so like some of her favorite people are coming back, and so it's kind of like one of those where you like have to watch and. For anyone who doesn't know what Big Brother is, it's you're cut out from the outside world and you have like 90 days to like kind of like compete in challenges and vote each other off. Sort of by very much Survivor, but like living in a house. And so there's a lot of like interesting things that went on because it is during the COVID situation and there's been a lot of reality drama with COVID and like reality TV this week, but like on Big Brother specifically, like two people who were supposed to be on the cast got tested positive for COVID. Like, and so they had to like replace them within like a week before the show started. And it happened live last night. Very wild. I'm excited to see how it's going to go because it's a range of like 
people who played the game 14 years ago versus people who played last year. And so it's very much going into like an old school versus new school vibe, which I'm not a fan of because that happened in Survivor this year. And like the old school people just got picked off before like anything good happened. And so I'm really, really hoping that's not the case. Also, the women are stacked this year. For anyone who watches the show, they would know that like a woman should win the show. If a man wins, we will have plenty of questions because like they're not as like all-star worthy as some of like the women, I would say. (laughs) In my opinion. Yeah, well, maybe Megan will get me into watching it. Um, Again, like making the most out of my California dream. Megan is super into reality TV. And I also love reality TV, more so like Bravo, less competition stuff. But I'm excited to like engage in reality TV with her because she told me she likes watching things live. Like she doesn't like record them on her DVR and watch later. Like I'll, me and my mom will record something and watch it the next morning. And she's very much like, no, I need to be sitting down at the TV at 8 p.m. when like I'll watch all the commercials. And so we just have two very different styles when it comes to watching reality TV. And I'm kind of excited to like probably watch some live TV, which is like, you know, who does that anymore? It's 2020. But yeah, I'm excited to like learn more about her TV style. And it's so interesting in the COVID world, you could say, because like even watching like the preseason interviews last night, they were terrible quality cameras. Like they've always had like good quality cameras in the past. And like their headshots, if you look at their headshots online, they're not like they look like they've been taken from an Android and like some professional passport photo. And like in the past, it would be a professional photographer and they would like do swimsuit photos and all of that jazz. That's not happening, you can say. And so... <laughs> I find that interesting. Another part of reality TV I wanted to talk to you about is there was a whole scoop on The Bachelor this week. Did you hear about that? Uh, No, honestly, I don't watch The Bachelor. I like I stopped after the season with I with uh, Ari. Maybe was that was the last one I watched. I haven't watched in a while. I don't watch it much either, but I found it very interesting. What was it? Maybe I did read about it. The person who was selected, I think her name's Claire. I'm not an expert, (laughs) so forgive me. Yes, Uh, Claire. And so Claire was supposed to be the bachelorette. And then 12 days into filming, she already found her loved one. And then she stopped cooperating with production to, like, make the show still work. And so uh-huh. she uh, she got, like, left out of the show. And then they replaced her with a whole new Bachelorette. So they're, like, in the process of switching up the Bachelorettes right now. Which is crazy because, like, all these men were here for this one woman. And now they're going to get a whole new woman. Yeah. Well, that was, like, there was this one season where I for, I'm forgetting their names. But it was, like, Caitlin and someone else. And they were both up to be the Bachelorette. And they had all these guys there. And then the first night, all of the guys were supposed to vote like, oh, I want this girl to be the Bachelorette or I want this one. And then I think Caitlin, I might be miss... I, I don't know if I'm correct. But like one girl ended up winning like out of the poll. But then it's like, okay, well, all of these guys that voted for the other girl are still here. Like, this is yeah, awkward. At that point. Yeah, it was just like a very strange setup. But, you know, that's that's Bachelor Nation for you. <laughs> Yeah, I just like stopped watching. I think I watched the season before Colton and then I just like I couldn't anymore. I just can't. It gets to be too much. I just know about the memes like Colton and the fence. Like that's what I associate. I associate Colton with the fence. And then who's Peter? The last one. Everyone hated Peter. Yeah, I also feel like I don't watch it, but I listen to enough like 
pop culture podcasts and like see enough on Instagram that like I always know generally what's going on, but I'm not going to tune into like the three hour event. I just can't. Also, because I think the summer that I stopped kind of like I wasn't going to watch it again is the same time that I discovered Love Island and like Love Island is 10 times better than Bachelor in America. So yeah, I think I just like realized like I why am I forcing myself to watch this? (laughs) I don't know why. Speaking of Love Island, that is supposed to premiere August 24th. (gasps) Oh my God. I didn't know that. Wait, Megan watches Love Island, doesn't she? She must. I think so. But this is the U.S. Love Island, first oh, of all. And so uh, the U.S. It probably won't be is as so... excited. We all know the, the, is it the Australian, the British? I watched the, U- yeah, U.K. I haven't watched UK. Australian, yeah. I've seen part of the U.K. one. And it already just seems like it's a lot better and more exciting. It is so good. Well, the thing is, I watched part of the Love Island U.S. the first season. I didn't finish it just because it wasn't bad, but like it just wasn't as good as the British version, honestly, because half of the fun of Love Island is all of the different like slang terms that they use that are just like I never even heard of before. Like they just say um, like grafting is a term or like fancy bits. Like there's just all of these terms that like you just have to come to understand. And Love Island US doesn't have that. And like that part of the charm is not even understanding what they're saying sometimes. (laughs) But no, that's so fun. Oh my god, August 24th. That's my sister's birthday. I think it's August. I mean, it was it was promoted a lot on Big Brother last night, which is fun. Also, the really interesting thing is like with Big Brother last night, the episode it happened live and, there, and usually there's like a live audience and there's no live audience and there were so many technical issues that happened live last night where it's like I'm really interested to see like how like people are working in this like new environment you could say because everything is just everything's changing in terms of like how people have to work on reality tv to make sure it's safe for them and everyone else around you yeah wait where is the actual house is it in la yeah it's in uh is it studio city i think it's in studio city in the cbs oh like it's on a lot it's on the lot and so they like create a new house like every year for it Oh my god, that's crazy. I don't know where I thought it was. But I didn't realize it was like on a studio lot. Yeah, and just the idea of like... People are like walking around outside your house. Like, that's just weird. I've heard that like even in like the mirrors, like you could like see other people. Like like you, like you can see like people, you can watch them like through the mirrors, but they can't see you. Oh my god. Wow. That would actually be a fun... Like, I've never done a studio tour, but if that's true, where you can, like, see in, like, I would totally want to do that studio tour. <laughs> I don't even watch the show. <laughs> I don't think you could do it on the tour. I think that's, like, inside scoop if you work there. So, sorry if I exposed their secrets. Wait, have you ever I done a like studio? Someone. Have you ever done a studio lot tour? Yeah, studio lot tours are really, really cool. I feel like we may have talked about this. Didn't you see, like, the... the did we? I see, I've seen the Warner Brothers. I think, not for the yeah, podcast, but we've talked about it. Yeah, because you've seen, like, the Friends stuff, haven't you? Yeah, it's, it, was so, it was so cool. I just need to go on one of those. I was talking about them with Megan and Catherine, and I think that they have not a studio lot tour, but they have, like, a Real Housewives tour. And so you can see, like, all of the places where they hang out and, like, eat. And that's what I want to do with Megan and Catherine. That sounds, like, fun. Right? Have you ever done, like, a food tour? No. You should see if you could do like a food tour and go to the restaurants 
where they've like eaten on the show. Yeah, that'd be fun. I did when my sister visited me um, like in February, we did like a celebrity house tour where they drove you around. And they were just like, that's where so-and-so lives. That's where this person lives, which was re- really fun. But you see so many houses so fast and you realize that literally celebrities live everywhere. But I want to do like spe- like very niche specific to Real Housewives would be so fun. I know in New York, they have a Sex in the City tour which would also be so fun because, like, it's just so specific. (laughs) What would you do? Just, like, go see the places and just take photos? I guess. I don't know. I think... I don't know. Like, I probably wouldn't even, like, know half of the stuff that they're saying, but it's just... It's just funny, like, to be... It's better. I feel like it's more fun to like be super specific to a TV show on a tour as opposed to like a generally... I mean, they're all fun, but... I just think it'd be hilarious. Like picture, like I would picture they would have like champagne on the tour. It would just be like a bunch of like grown women. And then like me, Megan and Catherine, and they just like pour up the champagne. Like, I don't know. It just seems like it'd be such a fun crowd to go on a tour with. Yeah. It probably would be, do you think they'd do like a walking one? Like in like Beverly Hills or like more of like a bus? I don't know. What was funny, like where we're living now, Megan is, um, so excited because she's like, ah, oh, there's like a piece of Bravo history around every corner. <laughs> like, like she's so like I think like honestly we could do like a walking tour ourselves. Like we could like form our own. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't need the you don't need the pay for a walking tour. Just like find out where you want to go and like yeah. do it. You know, <laughs> crazy. Okay, let's see. Is there another fun question we want to answer on this list? We're kind of getting close to the end of our episode too, so maybe we have time for one or two more questions. Okay, let's see. Do you see a fun one? Oh, let, let's talk. Let's talk Seinfeld. I, I, I've, I've started. I finished season one of Seinfeld, and someone asked like favorite episode of Seinfeld. I can't really decide that, but what do you think? Should I continue watching after one season? I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I think I think it's the kind of show. Like, I don't even think I've seen every episode. I asked my parents this the other day. I was like, "Do you think you've seen every episode of Seinfeld?" And they were like, "Yeah, hundred percent." I don't feel like I've seen every episode ever because I just watch the ones that come on TV now and I feel like they just play like the greatest hits like they're not playing the you know random one that maybe wasn't like the best one so I'm excited I I need to watch it like from beginning to end but my favorite episodes like coming to mind it's not even like I mean it's the episode in in its entirety but it's like certain moments within episodes that stand out to me like one of my favorite lines is Elaine and Jerry are at a bakery and they're ordering a bunt cake and they wait in line, wait in line, and like can't get this cake. And then Elaine finally gets the cake and there's a hair in it. And when she goes up to the counter to be like, you, you know, you sold this cake with a hair in it. She says it's one of the best lines ever. She goes, yeah, you sold me a hair with a cake wrapped around it. (laughs) I just think it's so funny. Um, And then there's like, the moment where they lose their car in a parking garage and the whole episode is them trying to find the car, which is like relatable, obviously. Um, There's an episode where they're waiting for a table at a restaurant. And then as soon as they leave the rest, like the entire episode is spent waiting for this table. And as soon as they leave and the episode ends, then they call their name. That's so relatable. That's so relatable. Yes. It's just like certain Certain moments, like, uh, I don't know, but my favorite line ever is the, you sold me a hair with a cake wrapped around it. Like, I think about that line constantly. <laughs> That's something I feel like you would say, too. Oh, uh, thank you. You know, my sister used to want to be Elaine for Halloween, like, dress like Elaine, which I think would be a really cute Halloween costume, but also people would be like, who are you? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think I would figure that one out. You'd have to, like, really, really be niche with it. Was there anything that stood out to you in the first season? It was just felt simple. It's like, you don't have to watch them in any order. It doesn't seem like there's any, like, plot. Like, Friends, you always had, like, the romances and, like, them getting married. And, like, maybe they do in the future seasons. But, like, season one just felt very, like... Like, you could probably watch this, like, with, with like, a beer in your hand or eating food or just, like, doing homework or however you relax while watching something. Like, you could easily feel chill doing it. Yeah. It's it's a great show. I, I don't know. I just feel like it all comes back to Seinfeld. Like, any anything I experience on a daily basis where I'm just like, ugh, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this could be a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'll keep watching it or at least it'll be on my, like, Radar that in Broad City seemed like too. I could like circle back between in terms of like comedy specials. Yeah, it's like you can just put it on whenever you like you want. Kind of like how you talked about on the airplane, where it's like, oh, like I'm gonna play Animal Crossing, but like I'll put something on TV just because. Oh yeah, also I feel like I could just watch a bunch of Seinfeld on the airplane. Like that's a great way to kill time. Yeah, and like your flight is like. Four and a half hours, probably. Yeah, normally I can fit. I mean, I have to make a connection, but normally I can watch three movies. If I make one of the three like a shorter movie, like under 90 minutes, then I can normally watch okay. three. Yeah. I guess next time you will hopefully be in California. I will. If I'm not in California, I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> you know what? But everything's going wrong in like the best way possible. So <laughs> the best way. I'm trying to be positive, but it'll be fine. Next time, next time we record, I will have seen Andrew and like gotten all my shit out of his apartment. Yes. There will be an interaction. Like, yeah. We will, we will see each other. <laughs> In some capacity. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Sally Dar, you want to just drop your socials? Yep. Sally Dar, Sally Dar Griffin, everywhere. TikTok, Twitter, Letterboxd, Instagram. Yeah. Andrew? A Van Houston 15 on anywhere. Andrew Dash Van Houston on Venmo. But like, you probably don't want to Venmo me. <laughs> funny um yeah thank you guys for listening this episode was kind of just like you know just doing whatever we wanted to but kind of nice to just take a break from having to plan an episode so i think it turned out fine yeah it's just us like shooting the shit (laughs) okay cool we'll see y'all next week bye bye